Welcome to The Grind, a podcast about the church planting process and missional strategies to make disciples of all nations. Coming to you from the offices of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here are your hosts, Dave McClung and Chad Grigsby. Good morning, everybody out in Grindland. This is Dave McClung and the lovely uh, early morning version of Chad Grigsby. The sleep deprived. Raggy guys, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah. Chad's trying to get ready for a road trip uh, this weekend, and has been up late packing his stuff. I uh, was an idiot and stayed up late watching Arkansas Razorback <laughs> baseball team till one thirty eight in the morning. Beat South Carolina last night, so uh, in the SEC tournament, and mm. so that was a lot of fun. It was good, but we're all we're both a little scratchy and kind we're, of we're really uh, at our best this morning. <laughs> We are. I'm sorry that uh, we don't look any better, but it it really uh, doesn't matter if we got 19 hours sleep. That that's true. You, that you can't true. help this. So yeah. can't <laughs> no. change ugly. That's right. That's right. So uh, anyway, well, we wanted to do our big idea recap on the podcast with Alan Hirsch, and uh, you know th- that conversation went by very quickly and could have gone on for hours. Um, Alan, you know, is just so sharp, so brilliant. And, uh, and really the kind of central theme through all of that was his, uh, Ephesians chapter four, uh, a pest, uh, argument, the apostles, prophets, evangelist, shepherd, teacher giftings that the church needs to, uh, be able to fulfill the rest of Ephesians chapter four, to be the church that equips the saints, you know, builds up the body and, uh, is unified in the spirit. Uh, and, and is the church that God is sending into the world. And so one of the, the, the big threads that came out of this for me that, um, and I've heard him say this before, but I don't know if it was as clear to me as it was in the podcast the other day. You know, there's, there's a lot of folks that believe that these gifting, some of these giftings have seats, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, uh, that that was unique to the twelve and never to be repeated. And they've unpacked that and, and, identified that, you know, this is not an office that Jesus is giving here. It's a calling, a people gift to the church. And so while there are no more Peter, James, John, Andrews, Pauls, those were unique guys for a unique time. The apostolic gifting has not ceased. That There are people that still fulfill this calling for the church. Um, and, and so he said that, you know, even if you don't look at this from an individualistic standpoint, individual calling, individual gifting, the church still has to fulfill these functions. Mm. It still has to be apostolic and take the gospel to the nations. It yeah. still has to be prophetic uh, and have a prophetic voice in the world. Justice still matters to Jesus and and the Lord. Uh, It still has to be evangelistic. Uh, People need to know the good news of Jesus Christ and be transformed by it uh, and drawn into a local body of believers to do life together. It still has to be a shepherding uh, kind of people that cares for and protects the flock and, and people still have to be taught. So, so whether we see this as an individual calling or not does, does not negate the fact that the church has to be these things and has to be yeah. doing these things. And yeah. I was fantastic uh, discussion there in the podcast mm-hmm. uh, and, and very important discussion, I think. 
not not only does it have to function that way, I would say it is functioning that way. Like, yes. If you'll if you'll sit back and honestly look at the church, and look at the people in 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 your specific local church, you will start to see these giftings in the in them. I remember when we first started looking at Apest, and it was a new idea to me. I noticed that there was a guy who was always at the hospital visiting people without even being having to be told to. He was not a paid staff member. He was not even a leader, really. Yeah. He was just a dude. Yeah. He just went to the hospital. It's like he just couldn't stay away. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's a shepherd. He just yeah. he's just shepherding people because it's yep. kind of who he is. Yep. So I think you're right. Pe- apostles are going to go. Prophets are going to call us to faithfulness. Evangelists are going to tell, you know. The, the, the church is functioning. Not only should it function in this yes, way, yes. it is functioning because it's just, it's Jesus. It's the way he's cre- created the church to be. It just is going to happen. So if you'll, that's where I kind of became sold on it is yeah. when I was like looking back and going, it's happening. Yeah. Whether I acknowledge it or not, or call it out or try to facilitate it, I see it happening. Yeah. And God is going to build his church. Yeah. And he's going to do it yeah. through his people. And the only right. way he can continue to advance the kingdom and build his church is if there are people who think apostolically and right. are going to go where the church is not. Yes. If there are people, you know, he, he talked about the prophetic function of the church, which I think is one of the, the most difficult giftings to get our hands around because it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's this kind of amoeba, you know, amorphous kind of thing that it's just tough to quantify and it's hard to control. But it, he talked about the prophetic function as the radar of the church. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps us on track. It keeps us on the correct flight pattern. If we begin to deviate from the course that God has laid out for us, the prophetic mm-hmm. function is the one that calls the church back. And I think we're seeing some of this uh, a lot right now in, in our culture with the uh, race relations issues. Uh, I mm. think God is raising up people to call the church to say, look, enough is enough on this. It's 2018. This should, this should not be an issue, particularly in the church. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, the, uh, you know, so many, there's so many issues in our culture that prophets kind of speak into and call the church to, to address. And so, yeah. Uh, so this is functioning. It is happening. I, I couldn't believe the prophet is mentioned 140 times the word prophet in the new Testament. And then one time is pastor mentioned in the new Testament. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, mm, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, are we yeah. fact checking this? Do we need yes. to, it just didn't seem that like that was possible. So that was kind of eye opening. It's like, yeah, maybe we have overemphasized one instead of the others. And, yeah. Yeah. But, but I thought about when you talking about, Prophet is the radar. You know what? I thought about it kind of like a maybe more not 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 more accurate, but another analogy is GPS. Yeah, know? yeah. Like the the prophet is the you know you go this way. Oh oh, re, re, you know redirecting, recalculating, recalculating. recalculating. <laughs> we need we need a recalculation here, church. You know, to kind of yeah. keep, to guide the church, keep the church where it needs to be going to get to its destination. So that's kind of what was going on in my mind was recalculating. recalculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just just man, just a great great conversation. One more thing that said to me, if we have a minute, is yeah. he said, I love how he talked about these as vocation and calling, mm-hmm. which I think we need to see him 
as opposed to giftings. Yeah. And, and then the gifts are really the tools. So yeah. the, the APEST uh, vocations are your identity mm-hmm. and the, the kind of the more uh, charismatic to use that more in a biblical sense uh, gifts uh, are your tools in your toolbox. That was kind of a fascinating yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. I really love, I really love a lot of these missional APEST guys view on the on the miraculous gifts, I think they have a really good balanced biblical, like they don't just throw them all out and they don't just like go straight this way. They, they have this really good approach to that. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, great. and I, you know, and I think it's, yeah. And it, the, the, it is a gifting to the church, but the gifting is a vocation. It's a people gifting, mm. uh, not a manifestation or, you know, as in, uh, First uh, Corinthians, or a praxis, a practice or function of the church in mm-hmm. Romans. You know, it is a calling. Kaleo is the word there, and uh, and that that vocation. You, you kind of break this up into two categories. You've got the internal vocations, the shepherd teacher, and the external vocations. You know, apostle, prophet, evangelist, and uh, and I, that's really helped me. You know, there are some people that they're just wired to be external you know, to take the gospel to people who don't have it. There are others who are wired to teach and shepherd and, and just take care of folks inside. And, and so to be able to get all of those functioning uh, on par with one another uh, and, and have equal footing and equal license to, uh, to serve in those manners is, you know, the church is just far healthier because of it. Well, I mean, if it, if we're deficient anywhere in the church in North America, it's in the sentness of the church. Yeah, yeah. And it's because we have said, oh, those those don't exist. The, the real yeah. sent are the apostle prophets, and we said they don't exist anymore. Yeah. We we don't even really like the evangelist. We like evangelism, but we don't really like the evangelist Yeah. Uh, either. But, but especially the apostle prophet. And so, beca- you know, if you look at, we just have a scent problem. We're just not sent. We're not mobilized. Yeah. We're not missional. What's well, cause we've done that. Right. You know? So you start, you start putting all this together. Um, it starts to make sense. I would even say this too. We typically said that pastors should be shepherd teachers, mm-hmm. but that's a real problem when your pastor's not a shepherd. Right. Now maybe, right. Uh, or if he's neither, what if he's neither? <laughs> yeah. See, then, then, you got, then you got like this box. We're trying to put this guy in. who's not made that yeah. way. And then we're sending all these apostles out to the mission field or parachurch organizations. And I mean, we've got to have them in the church. We just yeah. we have to have them in the church. So it's, yeah. Oh, we could go on and on. Well, I love, and I, I love you know, I've been with Arkansas Baptist state convention for almost 14 years now. And I've watched over and over guys try and fit a shepherd teacher role when they're not wired that way. Mm-hmm. The expectation of the church is you're going to teach us the Bible and you're going to visit people. Uh, maybe you'll right. share the gospel along the way. That's not right. always an expectation of the, of the existing church. Right. And you have people you know, and I hear all the time, you know, guys, when, when things start going South, they'll say, Oh, well that guy's just an evangelist you know, trying to pastor a church. Okay. Why not let him be the evangelist and let somebody else fulfill the shepherding, you know, function of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, you know, I've heard other guys, you know, in, in kind of immature statements, well, I'm just a prophet. I just tell it like it is. No, you're stepping over into jerk category. You're a jerk. <laughs> That's right. Uh, 
So gain some maturity, be that prophet, have that prophetic voice, gain some maturity and be, be helpful to the church. Yeah. But the church right. has got to let them have that voice as well. And but, uh, but what, what you fulfill each of those. What we're talking about though here, oh, it's just such a different paradigm. And it is, you know, it is. People, people's minds explode when you head down this path. But I, but I think it's the key, man, to, to really unlock in what's missing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you, you could essentially say if Apes is missing in your church, then Jesus is. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, well, Jesus is missing from our church. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and, he, and I, I think Alan's right. You know, regardless of the individual side of this conversation, the church still has to be apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, shepherding, yeah. and teaching-oriented. Yeah. And so yeah. we have to figure out how we're going to fulfill these callings as the church, uh, right. and give space for these, these, these giftings, you know, for the, the advancement of the church. So, yeah. Dave, let's do more of this. Yes. Yes. I, I've already told Alan, I want to get him to Arkansas and have a one day, you know, just unpack this and really dive in in some practical uh, him teach and then us unpack, you know, yeah. and put some yeah. action steps and plans. I want to have an immersion experience, you know, with that. So, uh, so we'll amen. That. Yeah, absolutely. I, I vote yes. 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 All right. Well, that's it for this week. Hope you guys have a a great week and we'll see you next time on the grind.